0: Is this thing working? Yeah. The Out of Bounds show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Driven by Mack Hike and Flowood, mackhikeflowood.com. If you're in the market for a pre-owned or new SUV or truck, we welcome in Steve Robertson, 247 Sports, Jeans Page, and the Boneyard Podcast. And Steve joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, Steve, let's start with MSU Baseball. uh, Rough year. Uh, They are going to go into the transfer portal. Uh, see what all they can do there to put the roster back together and try to contend um, and make a run for Omaha in 2023. So tell me about a, a couple of the guys that have already announced and where you think Lamona Gotro and Foxhall are going the next month or so.
1: Well, yeah, you're right. There's been, uh, I guess, really three additions, two from the NCAA transfer portal, and they've also added uh, former Missouri middle infielder Nate Chester who, uh, by way of junior college. But uh, I like the pieces they've picked up so far. It's a good start, if you understand what I'm saying. You know, it's it's like things are kind of progressing in the right direction uh, when it comes to the, the guys they've identified. Uh, the most recent one, Colton Ledbetter from Sanford, was the best player at Sanford led them in every offensive statistical category other than batting average, and he was second in that. And when I say everyone, I mean hits, runs, scored, RBIs, home runs, doubles, triples, uh, stolen bases, everything. He is a phenomenal player and a guy that has really developed over the course of the last year, and now State stands to benefit from that. And then Landon Gartman, a pitcher from Memphis, a guy that's actually uh, a Mississippi native got uh, so wanted to go to Mississippi State and didn't get recruited the first time out. Now he's uh, you know now he's an all conference pitcher and went seven and one this past year on a really bad Memphis team, and that's difficult to do. Uh, so a good start to the portal, and now I think a lot of it now is that you pick up maybe a right-handed outfield bat uh, and then you know, possibly another power guy out there, but you've got to get some arms. Uh, I think that you know the offensive pieces are going to be there. But you've got to get some arms because we all know this bullpen and, and this weekend rotation could certainly use an influx of talent.
0: Uh, how many pitchers do you think that they would like to land in the transfer portal?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, and I think a lot of it depends on the draft ability and signability of some of the guys they have coming in, like, you know, Bradley Lofton out of DeSoto Central. You know, he's a guy that pitched in the. Uh, state championship series against northwest Rankin. I and mean, he's, he's a phenomenal player that didn't have a great outing in the championship series but that guy is a big time dude and uh there's a lot of talk that he may be drafted in the top 10 rounds of the draft and so it's just going to be a matter of you know what's he willing to take to forego his college eligibility or, or does he have too high a number but uh, i think you know you can't just depend on you know, incoming high school guys. I mean there's there's only so many Paul Mahalams out there. You'd like to have some guys that have some seasoning on them. I, I think you I think you've probably got to get three to four more guys uh you know from the portal on the pitching side of things if if at all possible. I think if you can fit those guys in, it gives you a chance uh, to find some guys that can kinda of work in middle relief and you gotta find a closer somewhere. I mean there's no there's no if ands or buts about it. That was something that plagued State the entire year is and since some of the guys they had kind of you know, Airmark is potential candidates for that, got injured and just never really panned out. And, and that that's really the, the story of the season. You know, stay can fight and scratch and claw and get a lead and just couldn't close out a game late.
0: Steve Robertson, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast, on the Out of Bounds show, talking MSU baseball. Uh, who do you think will be coming back for MSU on the mound and can actually pitch? on SEC weekends?
1: Well, of course, Cade Smith. I mean, I, I think Cade's a guy that might bump up a day. You know, he was a Sunday guy last year. I think he's an eventual Friday night guy from Mississippi State. And, and then again, it kind of depends on who all comes in, uh, you know, from the portal. I think you have, I think people have a lot of confidence in Cade Smith. And I think there's a possibility Preston Johnson comes back. Now, does he come back as a starter? Does he go can go back to the bullpen? Is he that first guy out of the pen you used multiple times in a week? uh because you know still got some eligibility left that's one thing you know that he still had the benefit of that COVID year so he has some leverage he's not a guy that has to go and yeah you know, and we'll see what happens with Brandon Smith. I believe Brandon would love to be able to go and begin his professional career but I think a lot of us is going to depend on where and if he's drafted and so uh is Brandon a guy that's a weekend starter at times he showed some flashes this year at times he was a little bit inconsistent but uh yeah you know, there's a role for those kinds of guys, but uh you know you got some younger guys too like Pico Khan that you feel good about, and you know, Jackson Fristo again showed flashes but that's that's what Mississippi state has to kind of avoid though is you don't need guys that are just showing flashes, you need guys that can have some consistency and so the hope is those guys from from last year that' uh, were developing will develop and be able to hold down you know a more reliable role this year but you know, state's got to go add some competition at those spots, and you've got to find some guys you can trust. And that was something that really, really hurt state all year long.
0: Um, all right. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you, as far as the shot? you mentioned the class. Who do they know they're going to lose? The kid out of Texas?
1: Yeah, Jet Williams. I, mean, I think everybody's got him penciled in as a first rounder. And what's interesting is, you know, when he committed really to talk, uh, you know, last year even before he signed his people said well you know he's not too prospecty you know he's a guy it's a little bit undersized he's got the five tools but you know the size is not really there and then now we've gotten into this thing and now it's like I've heard that over 25 teams have a first round grade on him you know so there's not much chance of him uh, not getting picked in the first round and getting life-changing money now talking to some of the guys that are in the class that are signed that are expected to come they've even admitted that they they have no hopes of him coming to school you know they they would love for it to happen to play with him but they just uh they just don't think that that's going to happen and that's you know that's kind of part of it you go out there and and chase some of these uh mlb prospects and you hope you get you know two or three of them to come to class and that maybe that changes the direction of your program
0: anybody else that's surefire – he ain't coming to campus type guy.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I think I think Jet for sure is the one you look at and say there's no chance. But some of these other guys, you know, maybe in re- more recent years would have gone. Uh, you know, I think Holcomb is a guy state has got a reasonable chance to keep. I think Lawton's a guy you got a you know, chance to keep. And I, and I, honestly, I think nil factors into some of this stuff too. I think they're, and not just for Mississippi State, but around college baseball, and especially for the programs that actually you know have it, but. You know, when you've got these guys now that the laws have changed and, and they've signed, and in Mississippi now is a commitment, you can actually uh, receive NIL money, which is a little bit aggressive, but uh, <laughs> I digress. Uh, but, you know, when you've got some guys that sign, perhaps there is a financial need. I think you can neutralize some of that because uh, here's the thing, too. And, I, and we, I've got a lot of friends who are emergency baseball scouts, but some of these people, of course, business is business, but, you know, there are some kids that, their situation gets exploited a little bit because they do have such a financial need. And sometimes they sign for peanuts. Well, I think now schools can kind of come combat some of that. It's like, Oh, well, you know, I'm going to sign this, you know, for $10,000 or $20,000 because my mom needs this money. Well now the school can say, you know what, Hey, you don't have to do that. And you, 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 you need $15,000. Okay. We can do that. Let's get on the college. You know, where in years past, you had no ability to do that. There was no bargaining power for the school. Well, now, in this new age of NIL, there's a chance where it kind of prevents these guys from signing for next to nothing and getting flushed out of minors in a couple of years, and perhaps they can come to school and you know kind of deal with whatever this temporary financial issue is and then still get a college education. All
0: right, Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. Walk me through uh, returning guys that, obviously hunter hines okay so what do you think about give me some odds here on cam james and Kellum clark for msu baseball
1: yeah you know i think cam is probably going to sign i mean age kind of works against him there you know and it's going to depend on you know what cam's willing to take you know and and that's the thing too you hear oh well so-and-so's got x number uh, you know, that he has to receive in order to forego his you know, uh, college eligibility. And and they get down to it sometimes. And, uh, you know, the reality of that and having to get up, go to workouts every day and then go to college and study hall and all that stuff doesn't seem quite as appealing. But, you know, I think,
0: <laughs> I bet.
1: you know, Kellen Clark is a guy, you know, I, I've been told from somebody very, 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 very close to Kellen Clark that it is going to take substantial money for him to forego his remaining eligibility we expect him back unless something absolutely crazy happens in the draft and talking with friends or cross checkers and you know they expect that he, that's a guy that's going to be a dude next year and uh, but he's not a guy they expect to go you know in the early rounds of the draft this year even though he projects pretty well I think people just want to see him he's you know he's only had the one full year of playing in the outfield I think people want to see him get a little more comfortable in that respect and see that batting average jump a little bit but uh yeah, we expect Kellen back. And, of course, uh, you know, Forsythe's a guy that's an elite defender and, and the offensive piece kind of came around late last year. You know, he, there's no chance, really, I think, of him going. And uh, Do you, you think he's Allen, coming
0: back but, or he'll transfer out? Lane Forsythe, that is.
1: You no, know, I, you know, I think he's back. I, I, I haven't heard any – I don't expect any more transfers from a state at this point. You know, it's like you have until July 1st to transfer as a spring sport athlete and be eligible for next year. Uh, I think state is probably done with that as far as a transfer out. So, yeah, you could always be surprised, but uh, not expecting to see anybody else leave. And Uh, then, you know, you mentioned... Go ahead. ahead.
0: Sure. Go ahead.
1: Well, you mentioned uh, freshman All-American Hunter Hines, Mm -hmm. uh, and I think you and I had that discussion here a couple months ago. I I think that was a very obvious decision, but a lot of people don't realize that Hunter Hines wasn't 100% this year. You look at the, the numbers that he put up, and just imagine what he can do next year you know, you playing every day, being the first baseman, and then having an opportunity to you know to play healthy. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm very encouraged by that. And you add Ledbetter in, another power hitter from the left-handed side. That's why I think State's got to go target some right-handed power. You, if you hope Aaron Downs and Slate Offer can pick some of that up, but I think you need a veteran bat to kind of join on that right-handed side from the power side uh, and kind of move this thing forward. All right. Uh-
0: products not available in every state discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy discounts do not apply to life insurance policies visit Mfm.com to learn how discounts may apply to you american family mutual insurance company SI and its operating companies american family life insurance company 6000 american parkway madison wisconsin aaron down slate offered you expect them to stay compete for starting positions which one do you do you project to be better
1: that's a great question uh I think Slate Offer is an elite defender. I just I like the offensive piece a little more from Aaron Downs. I mean, he has a lot of loud outs, you know. And of course, it's difficult to judge a guy as a freshman that just kind of plays every once in a while. You know, Hunter Hines had a chance to kind of work through some struggles. You know, even when he was struggling a little bit in SEC play, they stuck with him, and now he's an All American. But you know, Aaron Downs and Slade Offer just didn't have the ability to do that. Downs is beat up a little bit. But I think the offensive piece with Downs is probably a little more advanced. I mean, even his outs are really loud. He really barrels the baseball up. And uh, I, I like the fact, too, that he goes to, uh, goes to you know, late in the year when they need to get a bunt down. And it comes up and says, I want, let, let me hit. Let me get the bunt down. You know, I mean, willing to give up his ability to enter the game just to go let a down for his team. I think it says a lot about him as a player. Uh, that guy's an elite player, just a matter of time before he is a full-time starter at Mississippi state. Okay.
0: Well, uh, football recruiting real quick, Steve Robertson, dot com. How big is this weekend for the MSU football staff?
1: Yeah, I think it's big. I really do. And I think it's because number one, you've had a spring evaluation period for the first time in two years. So you've been able to identify guys to come to your campus, and there's a lot of big-time guys that are maybe in the past not really looked at Mississippi State, expected to be here. And Chris Parson is currently committed to Florida State. He's a four-star quarterback. Uh, He's going to be here Friday. He's not camping, nor does he need to camp. You know, and if he just wants to put on a shirt on and throw it, put on a show, he can do that. But uh, that guy's got nothing left to prove. But. This is a guy that has connections to Mississippi State. He has a dad that took some classes at Mississippi State. He has family in Stargill. His dad's in Pascagoula. You know, and so there's a lot of connections here, and he's become very disenfranchised with the situation over at Florida State. Uh, there was some assurances given to him early on that he would be the guy in his class, and now they're shopping for a second quarterback. So since they're looking, he's looking. And he loves the air raid. He's going to be here. That would be a huge get for state. And there's a lot of people, I think, that uh, have kind of discounted. Maybe the uh, seriousness of this situation, but uh, he's going to be here and he's a bit of a drawing card too. He's, he's talked to some of his friends that are now considering taking visits to Mississippi State as well.
0: Okay. And now who's in the running again?
1: Well, we're not exactly sure because he doesn't do a lot of media, but uh, oh, you know, he went okay. to Florida State last weekend. He went to Florida State last weekend and they were just trying to smooth things over with him and it doesn't appear their efforts were successful. So we'll see how things go with with all of that, but I think the main thing is you get him on campus. And if you know, State's only given out, you know, about you know ten, ten, nine or ten quarterback offers in this class. You know, I mean, I, I think only Nick Saban and Alabama have extended fewer quarterback offers in the SEC West. And uh, you know, Mike is pretty stingy when it comes to that. He, he likes who he likes, and Parsons clearly a guy they've liked. And Leach has been personally involved in his recruitment. And so we'll see how the weekend goes, but. Uh, now, that's, it's huge to be even get in the opportunity to have a uh, guy of that caliber on your campus. But uh, if you can get him in your class, he becomes a drawing card for other skill players. Okay.
0: Uh, We'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, uh, 247 Sports, jeanspage.com, and the Boneyard Podcast. Steve, have a good weekend. Thank you, man. See you. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home insurance and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Also, the show is driven by your next John Deere tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Locations in Pearl and Canton, 15 more outside of that. AgUp.com, AgUp.com. That's where you go to get your next John Deere tractor or John Deere lawnmower was Mississippi Ag. It is now Ag Up Equipment. Live in the Bank Plus studio, back in a second. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.